Eight weeks in, and we are still learning how to live in the midst of a global health crisis. And now, as our economic and employment news continues to grow grim, and our sense of isolation and loneliness escalates, we join with generations of believers who have lived through anxious times. We are not unique in facing a crisis of epic proportions. We are not unique in living through moments that test our resolve and our inner strength. We, like previous generations, must determine what kind of people we will be. Will we allow this time to deepen our spiritual connection with God? Will this be a time when we can ask the difficult questions about our lives and find solace in the Savior? Will we abandon our proverbial neighbors so that we can find security in the dozens of rolls of stockpiled toilet paper? When trouble comes, and trouble has come, as we can all attest, it is an opportunity to reaffirm our theological understanding of God's work in the world and in our lives. This crisis allows us time to gain a new perspective on our faith. Perhaps it is ironic that trouble calls us to go deeper in our relationship with God. If we mine the spiritual treasures of our faith, we just might find new survival skills. We each have spiritual treasures that God has placed in us. Yes, you heard correctly. There is treasure inside of you. Do you know what that treasure is? Do you know how to find it? Jesus affirms God's treasure in you when he says the spirit of truth abides with you and the spirit will be in you. By using language that expresses the presence and activeness of the spirit of truth in your life, Jesus highlights the indwelling nature of the Holy Spirit that dwells within you. And what is the spirit of truth? The Greek word for advocate almost certainly encapsulates many meanings simultaneously, even if the context tends to emphasize one meaning over another. What we translate as advocate could also be translated as comforter, counselor, or helper. So the Holy Spirit is a comforter, a helper, an advocate, and a counselor. We have been entrusted with the multifaceted part of God. A part of the Holy Trinity dwells within you. Notice the deep connections, the single-mindedness, and the closeness between Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, and us. When Jesus speaks about asking God to give the Helper, the Comforter, Jesus knows that God will affirm his request. Jesus is confident that God will say yes and send the Holy Spirit to us as a gift. There is no heavenly debate. There is no pleading among the members of the Trinity on how they should respond to Jesus' petition. Jesus is so intertwined with God that he knows God's response before he even asks. Their interconnection is intense. In essence, Jesus is describing a perfect union between what the Son desires and what God does. According to Jesus, sending the Advocate to stay with the disciples, and by extension with us, was always the intention of God.
Now, I know that for most of you listening to this sermon, this concept that God lives within you is a familiar teaching. But nevertheless, I want you to consider the statement for a moment. A part of the triune God dwells in you. Heaven dwells in you. A part of the creator of the cosmos resides in you. A force that lives outside of time and space exists in you. A part of that awesomeness that is God lives within you. It seems hard to believe, doesn't it? How is this experience possible? How do you recognize the spirit of truth? According to Jesus, the spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit, remains beside you and is in you. If the spirit of truth is in you, she is also with you. And if she is with you, she is an active agent in your life. Where do we find the Holy Spirit's activity in our life? What if when Jesus says, If you love me, you will keep my commands, he is referring to the Holy Spirit's abiding presence in our lives? With the Holy Spirit residing in us, it's not a chore to keep Jesus' commandments. In John's Gospel, the only, we only have one commandment, to love one another. It's not easy, but with the Holy Spirit empowering us, it doesn't have to be a struggle to love other people. Loving others becomes easier to do because the Spirit of Truth is helping us to live out that love. Based on today's Gospel reading, God always intended a multifaceted sending of God's self. Jesus was the first sending of God's self to the world. The Holy Spirit is the second sending of God's self to the world. The Spirit of Truth that dwells in you, just as she dwells in the original disciples, empowers us to witness to the world and to continue the mission of Jesus. And how does the Holy Spirit empower us for Jesus' mission and for our own trials and temptations in daily life? We act because we are living out our love for God while simultaneously partnering with God's work in the world. By joining with God's Spirit, we become co-comforters with Christ. We become co-advocates for others. We become co-helpers for those in need. We become co-counselors for those in distress. So when you feel scared, anxious, or unhinged, remember that you are in union with God, empowered to love people more than you could on your own strength. God's love is a part of you and dwells within you. Just as God has been faithful to generations of believers God will be faithful to us as well. Even in our present pandemic crisis, we can remember that God dwells in us, and we can find the indwelling of the Holy Spirit guiding our actions and our conversations. Through these actions, God helps us survive this hour of crisis. We are God's treasure, empowered to be God's co-counselors, co-comforters, co-helpers, co-advocates with God, now and forever. Amen.